Hey, all you nostalgic artists. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. Oh. <laughs> I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm working on myself. I'm working towards becoming an expert. I know. Um, yeah, you're really climbing that mountain. But I am still seeing all these episodes for the first time. First time around. Well, I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all, so... Uh, our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And as always, we we love it when we get a five star rating. So if you've oh, got sure. if for you've sure. got some of those to throw out, please rate, yeah. subscribe, share the show anywhere you get your podcasts. We're there. Yeah. Also, we you know we get we get a lot of just like random thoughts. People like agree with us, disagree with us on the episode. I always love reading those, and I always shield Kendra. So yes, I am shielded. If, he only if it's shares a spoiler. That's right. So yeah. only just, shares just the know. important can, stuff with me. You can comment with freedom. Yeah. And I will be the <laughs> gatekeeper of Kendra's nine hundred two one zero knowledge. Yep. Today we are discussing the Dolly Parton hit Jolene. <laughs> <laughs> April Fools, Kendra. I oh, wish I that's a good I one. Had you. That's a good wow. one. No, we are in fact discussing season six, episode one. Home is where the tart is. A title that I get. Because when Brandon <laughs> yeah. got home, there was a tart there. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, uh, a makes title sense. that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Better late than never. All right, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode aired on September 13th, 1995. Birthdays to mention. September 12th, Ryan Potter was born. He's known for voicing Hiro Hamada in Big Hero 6 and playing Beast Boy in the HBO series Titans. Have you seen Titans? Not yet. It's uh, super violent and everything but the extreme violence I really like about it. It's a I was going like, to say, you mystery. don't like violence, so I'm surprised no. that you like it so much. I don't, but the thing is with the violence in Titan, like 90% of the time you can be like, oh, okay, it's about to get violent and just turn away, which is usually what I do. Like, I'll just <laughs> let it play and just like, you know, read an article on my phone and be like, oh, we're done. Okay, let's get back to this mystery. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And September 13th, Joe Tata turned 59. Yeah. He doesn't look a day over 50. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I Wait. couldn't give him 40-something. I couldn't do it. <laughs> that seems wrong. 59 seems too old. It does. Who's Joe Ichata born? Let's... No, he was born in... Yeah, he was born in 1936. Okay. That's right, isn't it? Sure. I don't do math. Yeah, because 60, <laughs> 60 years would be 1936 to 1996. But yeah, 59. Well, he looks great for 59. He does. I'll definitely say yeah, that. I'll definitely he say does. that. Uh, let's talk movies. On September 13th, we got Spike Lee's Clockers. I've never heard of this. <laughs> I don't know it either, but I haven't Clockers. seen a lot of Spike Lee. I feel like I've just I seen, what's the Denzel Washington one? Inside Man? I've seen Inside Man. Mm. And September th- 15th, Angelina Jolie in Hackers. Mm. That is a fun, it's a fun trailer. I've never seen the movie, but oh. the, the trailer <laughs> is like, oh yeah, here we go. This is okay. the 90s. <laughs> yeah. TV. September 9th, the WB unveiled its kids' WB block. Oh, yeah. And the world was never the same. Never the same. So good. On September 15th, Batman the Animated Series aired its final episode. Mm. Good run. 
Good yeah, show. Yeah. September 17th, The Simpsons Season 7 premiere aired, resolving the Who Shot Mr. Burns cliffhanger. Now, mm. I didn't see this episode. <laughs> I didn't start watching The Simpsons until, you know, the past couple of years. So I think we watched this episode, like, maybe a year ago. Okay. And uh, so I didn't have to wait. <laughs> we mm. just went right to the next That's episode. Nice. Uh, so nice. I, I didn't get to, to sit in the... Uh, you know, yeah. in the cliffhanger of that for very long. Sure. That's a great, that's a great two-parter. Uh, shows debuting in September 1995. September 11th, Gabrielle, a daytime talk show hosted by Gabrielle Carteris, which would last one season. Just went the year, yeah. Well, that's Poor fine. Gabby. She went, yeah. well, she went from that to having a talk show for yeah. a while. September, also on September 11th, Ned and Stacy. Oh, I liked that show. Deborah Messing and uh, Thomas Hayden Church. You ever watched that? No, never heard of it. They get married because he has to be like a family man to get a promotion. Mm. And she just wants like, you know, the money and the nice apartment. But I think some sparks are going to fly. I was going to say, that sounds, that sounds like a great, you know, compromise yeah. for both of them. Yep. I know. September 13th, the Drew Carey show <sighs> debuted. Moon over. Parma, bring my love to me tonight. Nothing. I was never allowed to watch the the Drew Carey oh. show. So oh, okay. I have not seen a second of it. Okay. Not a second. Okay. I've seen Drew Carey in person. Like I've been in the same room as him. What? When I went when? to when I went to the Price is Right. Have we not talked oh, about that okay. on this podcast? That's right. That's right. Yeah, we have. We have. Yeah, I went to a taping of the Price is Right. Uh, and September thirteenth, the Naked Truth. Is I this love like, the Naked Truth. Just like Naked and Afraid. No, no, this was, uh, Taya Leone was in it and it was about Taya Leone, Holland Taylor and they ran like a tabloid and I always loved this show and it got like jumped around a lot. It switched networks and now it's impossible to find. Like it's not streaming. You can't buy it digitally. It just doesn't exist, but I loved it. Sounds like another show that you probably shouldn't have been watching, but you were watching. Yeah, of course, Kendra, <laughs> yes. And September 19th, Hudson Street, starring Tony Danza and featuring 90210-er Lori Laughlin premiered. I also loved this show, Kendra. This was like right on the heels of Full House. So like Lori Laughlin's like a hot commodity. Yeah. And uh, not too long after the end of Who's the Boss. So top of their game. He was yeah. like a cop and she was she was a reporter. And I think it, or maybe it was the other way around. I can't remember. But anyway, it only lasted a season. Another great theme song sung by Tony Danza himself. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Let's switch to music. All these are on September 12th. Lenny Kravitz released his album Circus. Mm, okay. MC Hammer released his album Inside Out. Hanging in there. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers released One Hot Minute, the only studio album with Dave Navarro on guitar. This set a little bit of controversy around it in some of the music videos. There was a kiss between Anthony Kiedis and Dave Navarro, and people freaked out because it was the 90s. <laughs> I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but okay. the er early Chili Peppers is not my jam most of the okay. time. Um, I was just talking to my husband about this album like two seconds ago, and he okay. was like, I think you only know one song off that album. And I was hmm. like, well, probably, because really, like, by the way and on is is what I love. That's your era. How are yeah. you? They they just dropped a new album. How are you feeling? And and what I haven't listened. Called? I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Okay. So I feel I cannot form my opinion. But there's some. But there's some good. That. There's some good songs on there. Uh, yes. But I haven't. Okay. I haven't listened to the whole thing. So I'm gonna. Roger I'm gonna that. 
hold on to it. But if you, you know, shameless plug for my other podcast, we are going to talk about the Chili Peppers song this week. Uh, we're going to talk about Scar Tissue. Oh, okay. Uh, on my podcast, uh, 90s Music Got Me Like this week. Oh, yeah, that's that show. I remember that. Yeah, that other show I do. So. Just kidding. I'm a faithful listener. <laughs> hey, I feel like my husband's going to be like, you like this album that comes before. Probably. By the way. So I'm going to just apologize for that. He's a real pill. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's fine. He knows what albums I like. I like the Chili okay. Peppers. Well, that's nice. It's romantic. <laughs> All right, video games. September 9th, the PlayStation was released in North America. Ooh. You're you're a big PlayStation fan, right? I mean, Don't you I, play a lot I on have, the PlayStation? Well, I mean, I love the Uncharted games, which are PlayStation exclusives. So, but I feel like in recent years I've been more Xbox than PlayStation. But thanks for asking. We had a PlayStation. Okay. Like the like, a, know, like the an OG little, PlayStation. Yep, the yeah. little like gray uh-huh. PlayStation. Uh we loved Tekken which I think I've talked about on the show before, that we were a Tekken family, yeah. so we played a lot of Tekken. Uh, I'm not sure what... I, we played a lot of stuff on the PlayStation. I can't remember everything. I, I got a PlayStation, so I was going from like a like a Sega Genesis, uh, and the next system I got was a PlayStation, but I just didn't like it. And mm. so I, I swapped it for a Nintendo 64. Oh, we see, we had the 64 first. We, we okay. went Nintendo 64 and then PlayStation... Yeah. And then I think my brother went from PlayStation to Xbox. I don't think we had like a PS2 or a PS3. Um, I think he just went straight to Xbox. So Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's go beyond the zip code, Nick. So Douglas Emerson, we were just talking about him a little bit as our first cast exit. Uh, 90210 was his last gig. I, maybe there was an episode of Blossom, but 90210, he was pretty much like, I've had enough. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Uh, but his early career, like 80s, you know, mid 80s up to 90210 was pretty active uh, with memorable roles on shows like Chips, Highway to Heaven. I feel like there would have been a lot of Highway to Heaven in your family growing up. Was that a, was that a show you watching PAX, Highway to Heaven? Uh, no, Michael not Lennon. me. That's I don't know firm. about my okay. I don't know about my dad, but oh, your dad me. definitely watched Highway to Heaven. <laughs> yeah. DJ Probably. Midnight Master Blaster. Absolutely. <laughs> as he spin into Highway to Heaven. No <laughs> doubt in my mind. Douglas Emerson, also an Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Awesome. I saw an, an Alfred Hitchcock's Presents, Hitchcock, just pl- singular, uh, episode about somebody who killed somebody by putting a snake in their bed. And mm-hmm. Kendra, this haunted me for years. Like every time I got into bed, I was like, well, there's a snake in here and I'm going to die. All I the had, time. I that had was that, my number one fear. I had that for a while with scorpions, which is even more illogical because oh, there's no scorpions. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Where, no, it doesn't Where make sense. I lived. Um, mm-hmm. But I was I was very afraid of scorpions for, yeah. for a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I did used to live in Okinawa where snakes were like real. Like, and if they, <laughs> and if, <laughs> like a real threat. And if they bit you, you had like 10 minutes to get to the hospital. Wow. If you got okay. bit twice, you were just... You're dead. Okay. They're, you're not, so, you're not yeah. making it. <laughs> so if you've seen a snake, you're pretty much done. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, but I Just never saw peacefully. one. I never saw a live one in the wild the whole time I lived there, um, which kind I am thankful for. Which I am thankful for. They did yeah, but make, I mean, it's not a great story. They do make habu sake there. Habu is the, is the snake. Um, so yeah. if you go to stores that sell it, it's just like giant jars of it with dead snakes in it. Huh. And you like drink it? Cool. 
not fun. Not fun love, to look love at. Me, love me some corpse booze. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, good times. All right, mm. Nick. Let's look at our synopsis for Home is Where the Tart Is. She was there. <laughs> she was. The gang is rolling back into Beverly Hills after an eventful summer, which saw Brandon interning at the Boston Herald because he's a journalist again. He's I back guess. To it. I know. I was listening because we still have that old sound. And Josh has been gone so long, gone but not forgotten. But we need a new sound. But nobody said Condor, so we couldn't. You know. Well, perhaps they will Brandon's soon. Back in the news. If yeah, Brandon's if he's a journalist again. Yeah. Uh, Kelly was modeling in New York, Ray and Donna reconciling, David and Claire breaking up, and Valerie inviting her friend Ginger to stay at Casa Walsh. Sparks fly between Ginger and Brandon, and Kelly is involved with artist Colin Robbins. Meanwhile, Dylan is obsessed with solving his father's murder, and Ray is accused of stealing a ring from Donna's family friend. Finally, the Walsh house is set to be torn down, so Steve throws a rave, only to learn after the fact that the sale of the house fell through. <laughs> was that good? Did I read that? How you it was good. wrote yeah, it? it was okay. Very good. I liked good. it. Good. Yeah. Big uh big season opener. A lot going on. For sure. Makes zero sense that they'd be tearing down that house. Oh yeah. Why? Why? Unless you're gonna put like a freeway there. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any <laughs> well, sense. Well, I guess some people down. like tear it down just because they want the foundation and then they wanna make you know, the layout, how they want it. I guess. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. The house is in great shape and it's like, a whatever. It just seems like if that's well, all you're doing. Just it's not great. It's not in great shape at the end of this episode. By but. the end. Correct. Yeah. All right. Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein and directed by Michael Lang. We had a change in opening credits, Kendra. We sure did. Did you clock that? We got I did. Three new cast members added: Joe Tata in the credits, and finally, now the end. then yeah, we have right Kathleen Robertson and Jamie Walters. What did you think when you saw Jamie Walters in those opening credits? Kendra? I just shake my head. I gave I gave yeah. a big sigh when I saw him dancing around with everybody. I was like, "Great, yep. he's yep. here for the season." Yep. I guess. Yeah. What a weird, weird, weird thing to do. Have a season of abuse crescendoing and him throwing her down the stairs and then add him to the opening credits dancing with everybody else. How did what you are how you did you doing? how did you feel when you saw it live? Were you surprised? Yeah, well, yeah. I was I was kind of anticipating something because I knew because Gabrielle Carteris and Mark Damon Espinosa were still in the credits for the Right. finale even though they were gone and so i was always excited to like see what was the same what was different you know and i was uh, i was surprised to see all three of them honestly claire makes the most sense to me and i guess nat I oh just, yeah like, claire whatever, whatever claire makes a nat, ton of sense but... nat i just feel like he's earned it at this point That's i mean true. he's been yeah. he's been a consistent character for six seasons yeah. so um but yeah, yeah jamie walters dad gummit dad gummit i know <laughs> So we have some recurring players showing back up again. Catherine Cannon and Michael Durrell as Felice and John Martin. Ryan Brown back as Morton Muntz. Oh, boy. Uh, Elaine Joyce back as Candace. We have many new recurring players. Jason Wiles as Colin Robbins. So did you recognize this actor at all? He's been in lots of stuff. He, know. You know who he looks like? He looks like the guy from Melrose Place, but he's not the guy from Melrose Place. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So... Yeah. Or, or he, he looks like a classic. guy. I don't know if the guy is in Melrose Place now. I take it back. He had that classic '90s yeah. hair wall, yep. mm-hmm. you know, just like yeah. straight up, like Tintin style. 
Uh, I've seen him in other things, but I think he's probably best known for playing Maurice Moscarelli on Third Watch and ER when they crossed over. All right. Uh, lots of episodes of that. I was never really into that series. Love me some ER, though. We have Elisa Donovan as Ginger LaMonica. Did you did you recognize her? Did you clock her when you saw her? I did not. My wife was watching some of this with me, and she was like, do I just remember her from this? Who is this person? And then she finally put it together. She's Amber in Clueless. Both the movie oh, and, the, and the TV series. Yes, she is. So, oh, that's funny. There you go. Hey, Jason go. Wiles looks like Scott Wolf to me. I don't know if Scott Wolf is oh, in Melrose Place. No, um, he's not in Melrose Place. He's on Party of Five. Thank you. I knew he was in some teen show. Um, well, so, or I, young I mean, adult I show. Went, I went along with it because he looks like every character in Melrose Place. So <laughs> yeah. I just assumed whichever well, Scott, one you were thinking Scott Wolf was particularly who I was right. thinking of. Yeah. He does have a Scott Wolf vibe. Yeah, he yeah. does. He does. Uh, we have Ken Lerner as Jerry Corman. Uh, and he is he was what I would put in the category of one of those guys. Mm. Like if you've turned on TV in the last 30 years, you've probably seen this guy like roll in and play a dentist or something. <laughs> you know, he's just he's in everything. Uh, but he specifically he was in uh, Happy Days. He was in Buffy. He was in Desperate Housewives, The Goldbergs. He was when, in one of my all-time favorite like cheeseball movies, Grand Theft Auto with Ron Howard. Oh, Such fun. a fun movie. <laughs> and we have Lisa Williams as Barbara Lerner, best known for Days of Our Lives. She was in like 300 plus episodes of Days of Our Lives. So awesome. if you were a fan there, you would have seen it. Other cast members include Dorian Gregory as the guard uh, at the when, when Dylan goes to visit his dad's old cellmate. Uh, I mentioned him because he was in Baywatch Nights which was like, what if we take Baywatch, but turn it into the X-Files? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's Baywatch Nights. But he was in 70 episodes of Charmed with Shannon Doherty. Oh, look at that. Remember her? Yeah, I remember do. Remember her? She, she played uh, Brandon's uh, twin sister. Do you remember that? Yeah, what was her Brand- name again? Brandon had a sister. Barbara, I want to say. Barbara. Was it a Barbara? Barbara Walsh. Bree, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, <laughs> we have Lionel Mark Smith as Harris. He was in Lou Grant which was, let me take the time to point out to you, Kendra, that Lou Grant was a very serious hour-long drama that spun out of the Mary Tyler Moore show, which was a half-hour sitcom. <laughs> Only okay. time it happened in television history. All right. So Interesting. There you go. He was also in Seinfeld and did voice work in the Zeta Project. My favorite, I should have mentioned this to recurring players, because this brought back a wave of memories. But we have the 90210 intertitles. Yes. Right? I know. I made notes about it. Yeah. Um, yes. Because I, I noticed it. I 100% forgot about these. And when it showed up, it was like stepping into a time machine. <laughs> it was like 1.21 gigawatts of me back in I didn't know they did that on like long shows. Like I know they did that on like cartoons, but I didn't know that yeah. that was like a thing on like live action drama shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I that was like fun. I like that was more common on Melrose Place, but maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. Regardless, I was excited to see it because it was a flood of memories. I did not know what that was called. Intertitles? Is that like the actual? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't yeah. know the title for for what that was. Awesome. All right. Are we ready to start season six? I am. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. We start on an airplane. Kelly is flying back home to L.A. after a summer of modeling. And a man comes to sit next to her in her... Mm. There's an empty seat next to her. Can he sit yeah, next he to her? Yeah, he doesn't want to sit alone. He doesn't want to sit alone, Kendra. And they immediately just begin this, like, flirting, like, 
sexual tension conversation. He's like touching her hand and saying her mouth looks like a ripe strawberry. And everyone around them is like looking and like laughing and like very interested in this conversation. Is turned on. (laughs) Let's be honest. All the people on this plane are like, do it. Yeah. Yep. So then he asked Kelly, hey, have you, are you a member of the Mile High Club? It's very easy to join. Yeah. Uh, so he goes back to the bathroom and Kelly joins him there and we learn, oh, <laughs> they were putting on a show. They know each oh, other. It they, was a date. They, <laughs> they Did you, have been together all summer or, you know, me, started yeah, dating while during she's the modeling, summer. Modeling in New York. Yes. Let me ask you, was there a moment where you were like, this is real? This is happening? Or did you clock it right away? Uh, no, I, I didn't until they got into oh, the did. bathroom okay. and I was like, oh, it's a joke. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm... I'm not wild about the fashion choices with Kelly and Donna in particular. It's very like with the heavy makeup and very like. See, I was like, oh, good. Kelly's back to like stylish Kelly as opposed to Sunday school teacher Kelly. Right. Yeah. I'm glad we're done with like the vests and the like drapey (laughs) pants. But, you know. Yeah. Donna hasn't had a great look for me in a a while. I haven't been a fan of Donna's look. No. But I was all right with Kelly in in this episode. Yeah. I I don't think Donna really figures it out till she goes dark. Mm. Like there's there's a place where Donna's hair like gets darker and it's just much more manageable Mm. in my personal opinion. I did. Professional. (laughs) I did wonder if this was a dream. Like she had like seen this guy, like this guy was going to sit next to her and she was like having a fantasy Uh, about kissing this guy. So I guess I did kind of clock. Can you, can you pass the peanuts? And she's like, what? Oh, 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 (laughs) my stars. Exactly. I had a sexual dream about you. Exactly. Could have been. Uh, But they can't join the Mile High Club because they're, the announcer tells them to return to their seats. But but they are dating, so. Good, yeah, good to it's know. It's a thing. They're, right. they're official. Then we get the intro. And as we said, we have Joey Tata, Jamie Walters, Kathleen Robertson have all joined the cast. And hey, it's, you know, it's I your can... classic dancing around, having yeah. fun together, but, you know, on a white screen. Other than there's being some shots with Ray, how different is the opening credits? I couldn't remember because it's so familiar to me. I couldn't remember if this was the same as last year. Like when Jason Priestley turns, is it the same? I can't. I don't remember. No, I mean, it's completely new. It's all different. Yeah, it's okay. new. I mean, it's the same type of intro, but it's completely different. They're all wearing different let clothes. Me, and Let me just say, three-piece suit Dylan is my least favorite Dylan. <laughs> well, too bad. My least favorite. My least favorite. <laughs> too he looks bad. Like an, he looks like an associate pastor on Easter Sunday. <laughs> yep. Yep, he does. All right, after the intro, we get Brandon. He's driving his car, radio blaring, and he drives to the Walsh house, which is still for sale. Um, And we, which was interesting because at at the end of the last season, um, it said sold. But now it says for sale under escrow is what it says. Yeah, in escrow. In escrow. Yep. So Brandon gets to the house and he like, you know, looks at it sadly as he walks in. There's no yeah. furniture inside. It looks like, you know, there's it just It was very empty. It looks like the Grinch came through. There's like some <laughs> some chandeliers, some lamps, yeah. but uh but everything else is gone. 
he I just need to specify <laughs> to our listeners Kendra is referring to the Jim Carrey Grinch Don't no I wasn't I was calling about I, I was actually thinking of the cartoon when I said that wow but I do okay. love I do love the Jim Carrey Grinch so. I know <laughs> I won't deny that <laughs> so he's calling for Valerie he can't find Valerie <clears throat> so he goes upstairs and he finds a mattress and he's like ah oh, I'm gonna lay down wonder who's been sleeping in my bed while I've been gone <laughs> And there's a woman in the bed, naked, who just, like, yeah. rolls on top of him and starts kissing him. Yeah. Which he is not opposed to. He's, no, he's like, I mean, he's whatever. confused, but yeah. but he's going with it. Val walks in and introduces, this is her best friend from Buffalo, Ginger. Ginger. Which you'll remember early on, Valerie was always having phone calls with Ginger, but yes. we never actually saw the other end of the phone. So it's been a season, we, we knew this season as of, I want to say, episode one of season four. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we're seeing her. Yes. And boy, is she something. She is. Were you? What were your feelings on this part, Kendra? Because we left, we left season five with Brandon and Valerie getting ready to do it. Yeah, it was confusing. I was, co- yeah. I was confused um, that yeah. we're starting with them not together and when valerie yeah. walks in she doesn't seem upset that no her friend is naked on top of brandon she's kind of like so, oh boy you too <laughs> so she and brandon catch up brandon's been gone for three months uh for the whole summer he has been uh in boston we switch over to kelly donna claire's where kelly has arrived home with colin he's helped bring all her bags in many many bags um, Kelly, I noted here, she's looking very stylish. She's got like mm-hmm. a short skirt and a blazer and she, I thought she was looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Colin walks around and makes fun of the art. It's very, it's more like kitsch, tacky yeah, art. Right. And he's an artist. He's like, so. Did you get this poster in the campus store? <laughs> oh, do you remember the poster sale they used to have at uh, yes. the college that where you worked I, I and do. I went. They used to have a poster sale every year. I mean, year. I, I went to that college as well, but oh, yeah. that's true. Sorry. <laughs> but when I was there, you were working there. Uh, that's true. Yep. I got an awesome Beatles poster at that sale, like the Abbey Road. It was like a oh, really long poster. That's cool. With them like blocking. That. Yeah, it was really cool. Anyway, <laughs> so Claire comes in to say hi and she meets Colin and have we talked about how Claire has a photographic memory before? Has this come up? Yeah, uh, yeah, we talked about it like in the Jeopardy episode. Okay. And stuff. Well, she read an article about Colin in like an artist magazine, and because she has a photographic memory, she like recites all these facts about him yeah. to him. Claire also looking very stylish. I'm liking it's like yeah, longer the, hair and it's a different color. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's sort of like frosted. Yeah, right? yeah. So it's got kind of a, mm-hmm. And I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's better mm-hmm. for sure. So Colin is off to go pick up his keys. He is moving into an apartment in Venice. So they're going to be mm-hmm. very close Rented to each a loft. other. Yep. A sexy artist loft. <laughs> then we go to a boat where Ray and Donna are hanging out. It is the Martin's boat yacht. Whatever it is. I guess it's a yeah. yacht. Yeah. Tiny. I would say it's a yacht. Tiny yacht. I would say it's a yacht. Things were still a little tense with Donna and Ray. Incredibly tense. At the end. Yes. And so, yeah. But they they seem fine now. Ray has been yeah. uh, John Martin's. John? Is that his name? 
Yes, yes. John mm-hmm. Martin's uh, first mate the whole summer. He's been having a blast. The family has been great to him. All the all of the friends have been great to him. Everything's fine. And yep. he has been great to, to Donna because he's been trying to make up for what happened in Palm Springs. And Donna, That's how it works. Donna's like, well, it's working. You're, you're mm-hmm. doing good. Keep it up. Yeah, Donna's like eye level Bob situation with the hair. I, I hate I it. I hate it so it's much. Bad. This is I real bad. Really, really hate it. It looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Back at the Walsh house, Brandon uh, is talking with Valerie more about the summer. We learned that he worked at the Herald in Boston over the summer. Because, as we said, he's a journalist again. He's a journalist again. He's been a couple of years, but, you know, it's like riding he didn't, a bike. He didn't do some sort of political internship in D.C. He, no. He's a journalist now. He went now. back. He went back. Which, honestly, I'm okay with. I'm done oh, yeah. with the politics. I'm fine. Right I'm fine with that. I'm happy to have journalism again. No. Ginger is off to the gym, and she does some flirting with Brandon before she goes. Valerie says that she missed Brandon while he was gone. And they talk about the furniture was put in storage last week and they're closing on the house in a week. So Mm -hmm. they're both going to have to find somewhere else to live. Valerie says that Ginger's thinking about staying in L.A. so she might room with her. And Brandon is going to be moving in with Steve, which he does not seem super confident that that's going to be a great I'm excited about it. I I am. Yeah, yeah. Valerie wants to talk about what happened with her and Brandon before the mm. summer, before he so left. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> and Brandon says, well, we probably shouldn't pick up where we left off. But Valerie doesn't, she's not convinced of that. She No, she's a little like, mm. She's still interested. But it turns out they took all their clothes off and started laughing because it was just so weird. I, I've, I've, I've been asked to believe a lot of things in this show. And I've gone along with it, Kendra. But you're asking me to believe that those two got totally naked in an empty house full of beds and were just like, oh, this is silly. (laughs) I don't believe that for a second. No, sir. No way. Definitely not. But apparently that's what happened. Yeah. So too weird. Yeah. Brandon's like, it's too weird. It won't work. It won't work. Apparently Valerie dated a baseball player over. Yeah. Over the break, and uh, ruined she, his game. Yeah, yeah, ruined his game. He ended up going to the minors mm. at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. But she's also bummed because the, no one in the gang has talked to her all summer except for Steve. She's been yeah. very alone all summer. Yeah. yeah. Brandon thinks they just need time. They'll sure. they'll, they'll come around. Yeah. He also. I was trying to remember if there was like a specific incident because I was kind of thinking she was nice to Donna and kind of helped her with the right stuff. But then Donna had that whole thing that was like, no, I know what's going on. Yeah. You're not friends. Get out of my face. Claire already hates her guts. Kelly hates her guts, but is out of town. You know, Andre is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, David doesn't like. Yeah, it makes sense that Steve is the only person. But would I would say Dylan. Like I would think Dylan would. But Dylan was gone all summer. Dylan too. was gone. You're right. He had. He went on his trip. Yeah. He went on his trip alone. That's right. He did. But Brandon tells Valerie she's the only family that he has left here, and they have a little would, hug. My hot take on this, Kendra, is that they chickened out of going with Brandon and Valerie, and I think because because they realized he needed family. When because mm. I. I thought the scene where he was like, you know, you're the only family I got really did work. It was kind of a sweet moment. It was. And I feel like they were like, do we want to keep like a family thing going here? Because it's got to be her. And I feel like that's why. 
Yeah, that's probably you know? a good guess. I'm disappointed though because I really this time around I was I was kind of like I would have liked to be interesting to see. I would have been here you know? for it. Yeah. I would have been. Yeah. Back at Kelly Donna Claire's, Claire and Kelly are looking at her pictures from, you know, her summer of modeling and Claire says, "Why do you like why do you want to go back to school when you have pictures like this? Like just be a model." But Kelly says she doesn't just want to be a pretty face. She she wants to get her degree as well. Her degree in psychology. Yes, in psychology. Dylan arrives and comes in and they sit and he admires the pictures. We learn that he went on his trip around the world without Kelly. He just went by himself. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out a pocket watch. And if you'll remember, back in season, it was season five, right? That we got that scene of him at that cantina and he like owed a bunch of money. And so he left yeah. his pocket watch, his yeah. father's yep. pocket watch there. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, he went back and he and he paid the bill so that he could get the pocket watch yeah. back. I liked that because I fully forgot about that. Oh, I did too. You know, I did too. So, but I, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, right. So I like that they did that. Yep. He tells Kelly that he has to find out who killed Jack. This is Mm. his new mission in life. He's got to know. Which I guess is the only thing that came out of the whole Charlie screenwriting thing. I guess. Because, because when they're dangling him out. Yeah, I know. When they're dangling him out of the cable car at the end, the guy's like, I know who killed your dad. Everybody knows. Ha ha ha. I guess that. Which just... later on, he, he makes it sound like the guy was going to tell him who killed his dad. But if he did, he was going to push him out the door or something. Yeah. And that's yeah. why he didn't tell him. It wasn't yeah. clear when that scene was no, happening. No, it wasn't clear. It um, wasn't but clear. that makes, I guess that makes more sense. But anyway, he's there because he's. He's going up to his father's storage building that's got yeah. all his dad's stuff in it, and he wants Kelly to come with him, just as a friend, as nothing more. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, and this is when we get our first, what are they Inter-title. called? Intertitle. Intertitle. Next scene is at the Walsh house. Ginger and Valerie have arrived with groceries, including caviar, so Ginger yeah, has expensive taste. Have you ever Stylish. had caviar? Mm, boy. No, I don't think so. I haven't either. I don't think I'd like it. Probably not. I think it's super <laughs> salty. <laughs> Brandon got an email from Jim and Cindy saying oh, to call. That. <laughs> That's all they funny. wrote was funny. <laughs> call us. I hate when people text me that. Like <laughs> I know. Just text. Family or friends or something. I'm like, okay, but you're going to ask me a one word yeah. answer kind of question. Just text your question. Just respond, but okay. Just text your question. So he got this email telling telling them to call. Yes. So we have we have email now. So that's mm-hmm. that's fun. Steve yeah. and David arrive, and you know Steve and is trying to be flirty with Ginger, but she's not into it. But she does think David is cute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, David got the buzz cut now, and David's going super baggy, super, super baggy. baggy. Yep, he's got like wide leg Jinko jeans on. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> The longest striped shirt imaginable. Yep. But they're to, they're to tell Brandon that one of Mel's patients had gotten this apartment 
But then, did he like reconcile with his wife or something? Yes. And so now he's moving yeah. back in with his wife. So but he this, signed the lease, and it's like, oh no. Yeah, he's on the hook for this apartment, so they can have it if. But they've got to like take it right now. Right, right. And so Brandon's like, all right, let's go. We're out of here to get this apartment. I don't know in the history of the show we've ever had a Brandon David Steve scene, but I did like it. I liked it too, and I mean, yeah. it makes sense that those three would be like the trio now yeah i get yeah candace arrives on their way out boy and... i hate candace <laughs> everybody hates candace i she don't know what very she pleasant. did she seems like a nice lady but you know <laughs> i don't know why everyone hates her so much yeah so yeah they're very not excited to see her but she is there to tell them that you know you just some eyes need dotted t's need crossed and we're done and guess what? The people who are buying this house are planning to tear it down. So you don't have to clean yeah. it or anything. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Steve is very excited to hear this news because that means they get to tra- they could trash the place. It doesn't matter what yeah. they do in the house cuz they're tearing it down. Exactly. And I can't think of any reason why Steve shouldn't throw a wild out of control rave in a no. mostly empty house. He's had much no success with with doing yeah. that in the past. What so. could go wrong? What has gone wrong in the past, Kendra? <laughs> I, no fires, you know? no police. No. no. It's just a lot of good clean fun. Yeah. Yep. We go to the storage building next with Kelly and Dylan. It is the most organized storage building I've ever seen in my life. Yes, it's just wall shelves with boxes. Like no storage boxes. building anywhere looks yeah. that nice. Yeah. I'm like, oh, really? No VHS tapes, huh? No jackets thrown over boxes? Okay, sure. Um, so they are there to just look through the boxes, see what they can find. Kelly is on team... Maybe we just should leave it alone, but yeah. Dylan is determined. He wants yeah. to look through, see what they can find. So they begin. I feel like the the writing for Dylan just in this episode so far, but as I as in my recollection going forward, is more like a let's ignore everything that's happened since Jack died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gone. Mm-hmm. None of that matters. We're yep. right back to it. <laughs> back to old Dylan. Yeah. Okay, next scene is Brandon, Steve, and David are cruising around in the car and they're talking about their summers. We learned that Claire and David broke up. Steve says that Claire broke up with him. David says he broke up with her. Mm-hmm. Who knows, but they're not together Whatever. anymore. I just, this so, ugh, I know you're okay with it, with the David-Claire pairing, but this just reinforces my long-held belief that they're just like, yeah, put them together. <laughs> Because they broke them up, and then the next episode, they were like, oh, crap, we don't have anything to do. Put them back together. And now they're like, we broke up off screen. <laughs> yeah, and to me, when I heard it, I was just like, okay. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> it didn't, yeah. it didn't, you know, affect me one way or the other. No, uh-uh. And Steve- they only have one brief moment where they cross paths, and it's kind of a little awkward, and that's it, you know? Yeah. They make fun of David's haircut, and yeah. Steve is jealous that David got to work at the Greek theater all summer while he was oh, yeah. in summer school all summer, and he's still not a junior. Yeah. Well, that felt like new information. It did. Huh. It did. Because I feel like the last we heard of Steve was he wrote his own paper and he was gonna turn it in (laughs) right he was like taking it seriously the college years just blow my mind like on this rewatch because remember when when it was the whole like brandon and Corey randall and steve stealing the baseball and them like going to class it's just so bizarre now yeah it yep 
Mm-hmm. So they pull up to... I think it's called the Dorchester Apartments, yeah, and it is like a very, very swanky oh, yeah. apartment building, oh, yeah. and they have the penthouse, very top, you know, da- all David wants is the biggest yeah. bedroom. Yeah. He- he's like, save me the biggest bedroom. Back in the storage building, they're looking through bills. They find the divorce agreement where Iris got $6 million. Um, they talk a little oh. bit about dad's. Iris got the six million dollars specifically to disappear from Dylan's life. Oh yes, yeah, which yes. is kind of a oh okay, yeah. <laughs> his, and we learned that Jack's bar bill was three thousand dollars a month. Just you know, <laughs> that is big. That is high. Pretty big. That yeah. is high. Kelly talks a little bit about like, well, at least you had a dad. Like my dad left when I was two, and you know he might as well be dead because. I never see him. Which is not a super cool thing to say to somebody who's still grieving their father's death. definitely not. Definitely not. You're lucky your dad's dead. Mine (laughs) just seems like he's dead. Thank you. They find Jack's notebook from prison where he marked down like, you know, gambling and all that, you know. And it it turns out his cellmate owed him a lot of money. And so this gives Dylan the idea to go talk to the cellmate because Mm -hmm. maybe he knows some things. Yes. Kelly says you still miss him, don't you? <laughs> this is such a stupid question. It is. Of course is he does. Question. It is a stupid question, but like I like there was a bunch of callbacks to how terrible Kelly was at dealing with this. You know, mm-hmm. like that all the dumb things she says, and then later when she's talking to somebody, she says something about like I was not helpful when this happened. Yeah. So I feel like I should help now. I like that they're maintaining that continuity. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dylan says you know whoever took him from me is going to pay and then kelly who doesn't want to be romantic with dylan like reaches out and holds his face and is like please be careful i don't want anything to happen to you so of course dylan leans in for a kiss and then she pushes him away and she's like no i told you there's somebody else yeah i actually am surprised that she didn't give in here i'm surprised too because you know it just seemed like a thing that would happen yeah. Um, but, but, uh, no, she, she's like, there's somebody else, you know, you and I are over. You don't need me anymore. Yeah. And he says, I'll always need you. Yeah. He also says there's always someone else, which, you know, does seem to be oh, a little yeah. true of their it does. relationship. It's like the only extent, like the only amount of time they were together when they did not have chemistry was when there was no third party. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yep. <laughs> whatever. Okay, we go to the yacht club where the Martins are throwing a party on their boat. Is it yacht because party. did they do a race and they won, or is I it just there a party? Was, I no, well, I think there was a race. I don't know that they won necessarily, but it's sort of like a we did it. Ray, I guess, is just good with the Martins' lifestyle now. Yeah, he's he's he there in khakis and a polo. He's got a, he's got a tucked in polo. Yeah, yeah he look, look like he's part of the Best Buy Geek Squad. <laughs> They meet um, a couple, and I forget their name, Jerry and his wife. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's Jerry and Barbara. Jerry and Barbara make make some small talk with them. Donna then excuses herself to go talk to Claire, and she makes a comment about the ring that Barbara is wearing, Mm. which comes into play later. Claire is upset because Valerie and Ginger are at the party. And Donna Mm -hmm. says, well, I don't know. I didn't invite them, but let's not make a big deal about it and ruin my mom's party. Right. So 
Claire begrudgingly goes along with it. Valerie comes to talk to Donna and is like, I hope it's okay that we're here. Steve said you were inviting everybody. And they're like, yeah, it's great. Look around, enjoy yourself. (laughs) Um, So we follow Valerie and Ginger. They get on the boat and Ginger's talking about, you know, she wants to marry well. And she's also asking Valerie if it's okay if she shoots her shot with Brandon. Yeah. um, Because she is very interested in Brandon. Mm -hmm. We see Brandon, David, and Steve toast their new apartment. They're very excited about it. Donna explains to, she kind of, you know, is tiptoeing around like, oh, Kelly's with Dylan, but it's not like that. They're just, you know, it's about his dad. And Brandon's like, it's fine. He seems fine. He seems over it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then Barbara comes up to Felice and says that she lost her ring. She took it off when she went to the bathroom and left it in the bathroom and now it's not there. So she's, she's very worried about it. Then Ray and Jerry and John walk up and wonder what's happening. And Donna asks, did anybody see a ring? And Ray says, no, I was just down there and I didn't see Ray, it. Ray, come on. <laughs> just say no. Yeah. <laughs> don't say you were yeah. there. I don't even know what rings are. <laughs> <laughs> Next scene is at prison where Dylan is meeting Jack's cellmate. Did you get his name? What's his name? I think it's it, IMDb listed a Harris, so I think that's who Harris. I think that's it. I don't know if we got it. I think I feel like Dylan calls him first name. I think he says Sam. Regardless, Jack. I cellmate. missed it. Jack cellmate. Do you remember when Jack taught Dylan how to read by reading him Green Eggs and Ham? Once? I do. I do. Yeah. He brought that the his cellmate is you know seems happy enough to see yeah. him. So I guess they knew each other when Jack was alive. Yeah. Yeah. He brought him some Robert Ludlum books because he remembered that he liked. Did Robert Ludlum write like Born, the Born series? Yep. Okay. The three Born books. Yep. That's what I thought. So he's, he's, you know, he gets down to it. He's there because he wants to know who killed his dad. And the guy's like, yeah, everybody knows who killed your dad. (laughs) (laughs) they were going to draw this out for a long time but he just comes right out and says yeah it was anthony marchette marchette anthony marchette killed your dad so mystery solved there you go (laughs) (laughs) then you hear the law and order (laughs) roll credits (laughs) he says you'll never get to him you're gonna get yourself killed please don't get yourself killed your dad wouldn't like it very much yep but Dylan, he's on a mission. Yeah. Back at the yacht club, John Martin is calling the police, which Felice doesn't want him to do, but they have to so that they can do the insurance claim. For yeah, they the need ring. a police report. Yep. Yeah. Felice then makes a comment to Donna about Ray. Mm. And Donna's like, I know what you're thinking, but stop. Like, yeah. He didn't do it. And then we get another intertitle mm-hmm. <laughs> that what it's called why do They're i keep for- stay. why do i They're keep forgetting what it's called i don't know back at the walsh house ginger wonders about the ring she asked brandon did anybody find it and mm. brandon says no yeah it was definitely ginger right brandon is trying to compose a email to his parents it feels like yes. he's been working on it for it a does. while now uh <laughs> 
And so Ginger takes over writing. She, like, stands behind him and, like, types something mm-hmm. about Brandon has the hots I'm, for I'm, Valerie's friend no, Ginger. She's like, and she's like, hi, mom and dad. I have the hots for Brandon. Love Ginger. Oh, love Ginger. Yes. Send. And then she sends it. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Steve arrives with spray paint. And yeah. he's like, here's here's how this party's going to go. He pulls out the spray paint and he spray paints party on the wall. It's such a weird shot. Like Steve's there and he steps out of the shop to go and spray paint on it. It felt like a location change to me. Something about the... Mm. him walking over there was very choppy and weird i don't did you, did you i didn't that at all no, no i did it okay, okay interesting well i thought it was strange there was also boom mike in the storage facility that, that's oh all. yes yes so steve wants to he really really wants to destroy the house brandon is is not on board at first but mm-hmm. destruction with no consequences i mean it sounds yeah. pretty great Sure. So Brandon gives in. He he tries to spray paint the wall and like he can't he can't yeah. get the thing to work, which is funny. Valerie and Steve leave to go get beer, leaving Ginger and Brandon together. And Ginger spray paints a big heart on the wall. Mm. She is is making her intentions known for she sure. You should have just spray painted a bed because that seems to be the end game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At Kelly, Donna, Claire's Donna is getting ready i guess they're going to the to the party that's what they're getting ready for and ray asks her about felice he says you know he caught some evil eye from felice and she she thinks i took the ring doesn't she which donna says no she she doesn't you're in the clear and they make out and she gets lipstick all over his face Kelly is over at Colin's new apartment and there's art everywhere because he's an mm-hmm. artist. He's an artist, Kendra. Fine. <laughs> and he's asking, well, if Dylan's not over you, why are you helping him? <laughs> like, why are you spending time with him if right. you're not interested in him? It's a good question. Yeah. It's a good question, C-Man. <laughs> and this is where she says, you know, when his father died, yeah. she was like the least helpful person on the planet. Right. So she right. feels bad about that and wanted to... To make up for that. Mm-hmm. She asks if Colin and his dad get along or what he thinks of his dad. And he says, you know, his dad is great. He put him through art school. He raised him and his four other siblings. He loves him. And then he, Claire, or sorry, Kelly asks what he does for a living. Which I thought he was an artist. So it was a weird question. But he takes her over to this table. He like puts a bunch of paint in his hand and has her smell it. And he says, this is the smell of creativity. And then, (laughs) and then he wipes the paint all over her face and she wipes it all over his face. So sexy. I I mean, it's, it's poop brown paint. So I don't know how sexy it is. Like use yellow or blue or red. I don't know. Any of Yellow is a sexy color for you. I just mean like any any other color, but not a brown tone. Okay, I guess I would have gone with red, but that's true. That's a color of passion. Whatever. I also like that's paint. Like, is it edible paint? Are you making out and like getting paint in your mouth? These are the logistics I think of. (laughs) If it's oil based, you're gonna feel sick. Don't eat paint. You gotta be careful. What is this Battlestar Galactica? Be careful. Paint. Okay. 
Where are we? Uh, okay, back at the Walsh house. It is. It's party time. The yeah, the party paint. is on. More yeah, paint here. I don't know how anyone is alive in that house. There is so much spray paint happening. Oh, I know. I mean, I know. They would yeah. all be high as kites. True. High yeah, well. as kites. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, the party's happening downstairs. Brandon is upstairs, and he's looking at the ring that he bought for Kelly. Yeah. And Ginger comes up there, wants him to zip up, zip up her dress. And as they're being flirty with each other, well, Kelly comes in. It's not a bad... He, he, she, she comes in, and she's like, help me with my zipper. And he's like, up or down? <laughs> you know, and she's like, oh, whatever. But it, they they are like hardcore, like bedroom eyeing each other. Yeah. When Kelly's like Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> so Kelly comes in and they have a a little catch up about their summers, and Brandon introduces her to Ginger as a friend of Valerie's, and Kelly says, "Well, any friend of Valerie's." <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> and Ginger's Gin- like, "Do you want to finish that?" And Kelly's like, "See you downstairs." <laughs> Bye. So after Kelly leaves, they uh, they get even cozier. She's like, oh, is it just me or was that, you know, is it colder in here after that? I know how to warm things up. Mm-hmm. Subtle. So, it is subtle. Yeah. <laughs> Nat arrives with a giant sub. Like, I wanted that sub. It, it did. It looked good. And he's got five more in the car. Yep. He tells Valerie, if I didn't bring the food, you guys would never invite me to anything. <laughs> Which is probably because they're college students and you right. turned 59 this year. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Nat, uh, it's, we get a rare, I mean, it'll become less rare, but right now we don't often see him outside of his peach pit duds. Yes. But he's got sort of a loose, he's he in was his missing civvies. a gold chain. He was missing a gold chain. Yeah, but that would have completed the look. Of, Sort of a blousey t-shirt, you know, that gathers at the bottom with like elastic around the armband. So it was real. He was he was bringing that meat, but he was also bringing the gun show, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Kelly and Valerie run into each other, and like it is scene. it is automatic claws oh, out. Yeah. No, I thought we were in an episode of Dynasty for a minute here. It it really it got good. <laughs> yeah, it, Kelly's like the gloves are off. I'm not playing with you anymore. Like yeah. I'm yeah. I'm over it. Ginger yeah, and like Ginger it. comes I to like, like back up vibe. Valerie, so yeah. Valerie has someone in her corner this yeah. time. But uh, the party continues after the inner titles. Um, they're tagging the walls. They're spray. They're spray painting each other. Yeah. They're like spray painting people's shirts. It's easily gotten out of hand. <laughs> Steve comes up and spray paints the the camera, which was funny. Mm-hmm. Donna, Kelly, and Ray are talking, and I, I can't even remember what they were talking about. Just commenting on the party. Yeah, they they were like uh, Kelly. Donna's wearing the necklace Kelly brought her, and Ray's like Kelly didn't bring me anything. And she's like, oh, I would have brought you some dangly earrings. <laughs> Ray's fun now. Yeah. Ray's so fun now. <laughs> or else. Dylan arrives and immediately gets hugs from Valerie. She really missed him while he was gone. But he asks, is Kelly here yet? And her face goes from yeah. happy to so annoyed. It's yeah. It was such a good I was switch. With her. I was with her on that. And she's like, you just never learn and just like walks away. I like it. <laughs> So Dylan goes to find Kelly, who's sitting outside, like in the back, uh, in the backyard on the picnic table, watching some people make out. (laughs) 
so they, you know, say hi to each other. And then Brandon comes out to join and Kelly leaves the two of them mm-hmm. outside. She goes back inside. Dylan asks Brandon if he knows who Tony Marchette is. And Dylan does. He knows immediately who he is. Brandon knows. Brandon knows. Sorry, Brandon knows. Yes. And Dylan says, well, Kelly, you know, Kelly's out. She doesn't want to help, but that's okay. I'd rather have you and me do this together. And here's the thing. I honestly don't remember the next couple of steps to this. I'm really hoping that we get some Ocean's Eleven style yes. stuff with uh, Brandon and Dylan. I want to see it. I want them to be friends again. I know. Please. I've missed Brandon Dylan stuff. Me too. So it's been so long. I was here for it. And Brandon's immediately so like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's get involved with a crime yeah, let's, boss. Let's get murdered. <laughs> Months inside is spray painting everyone and he spray paints this girl's shirt and then he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. That was over the line here. Let me wash that off for you. And he pours beer over her head. Yeah. Ray says he finally, for the first time, feels like he is accepted by the group. Everyone likes him. I'm sure he won't ruin it, Kendra. I'm sure he'll ride that high. (laughs) Kelly sees Dylan leaving and... You know, they say goodbye. She says that he's worried about, she's worried about him, but he's like, don't be, I'm Mm -hmm. fine. Ginger wants Brandon to take her upstairs. But while they're talking, she notices like Kelly is like staring her down, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which why does Kelly care what Brandon is doing? I guess just because she's Valerie's friend, she doesn't like her, but they don't go upstairs. They, they decide to stay downstairs and mingle instead. Nat comes to tell Brandon he's taking off because he he's he's not feeling the vibe at this party. Almost like it was insane to invite his geriatric mentor to this rave. Yeah. So Nat pulls Brandon aside and tells him that it's it's awful what they're doing to the house. Yeah. Like this is this is his home. He shouldn't he shouldn't be treating the house this way. Even like who cares if they're tearing it down. Yeah. And after he walks away, Ginger says, who died and made him third grade teacher. (laughs) (laughs) So then Candace arrives and the moment we all knew was coming is now here. She tells Brandon that the house fell out of escrow. So it is not being sold. It's it's all Brandon's to keep. Whoops. Yep. Oops. So then we go to the gang is... It's like, you know, the the party's calmed down a little bit and the whole gang is sitting around that picnic table in the backyard. Plus Ginger. The gang plus plus Ginger. Yes, the gang plus Ginger. Steve is super drunk. He's got, he's like Rambo, but with shot glasses. Like he's got the. I was thinking it was like a a drunk Chewbacca, you know? Yeah. He's got like a thing full of shot glasses. He's, yeah, he's ready to go. And everyone is saying, we'll pitch in, you know, it's just money. We'll fix up the house. Anything yeah, can Ray's be fixed got, with I, money. I got some tools in my truck. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ray's poor. I just yeah. want to make that clear. Ray's if poor. you didn't pick it up, Ray, poor, which also means low class, obviously. So <laughs> Ray then goes to get drinks for some people and he gives Donna his jacket because she's feeling this kind is, of cold. This is funny to me, though, because Ray is like, I'm going to go get another cold one. Does anybody want one? And two people are like, I want a coffee. And so he's like, he doesn't react to it. But in my mind, I'm like, so he's going to go like grind beans, like heat up. You know what I mean? Like he's going to go make coffee now. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. 
as he walks away, Donna puts on the jacket yeah. and she puts her hands in the pockets and uh-oh, guess oh. what she finds in the pocket? Right. It's the missing Big, ring. Gaudy emerald ring. Yep. Yeah. It's the missing ring. And everyone, you know, so they're talking about it and Ray walks back out and they not very nicely ask him what the deal is. Right. And he denies it. He says, I don't care what you guys think. I didn't take the ring. Yeah, he just goes, again, this is just classic Ray, but like, why? Why did we, why did we like, oh, he's he's rehabilitated now. And the first time something comes up, he flies off the handle again. Yeah. Why wouldn't Donna go and meet him and be like, what the heck? You know? Yeah, she t- instead she told the whole group. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve comes over and asks, did you do it? And Ray says no. And he's like... Ray says he didn't do it, and I believe him, which I thought was sincere, but Ray... I thought it was sincere, too. Ray takes it as Steve is making fun of him, and so he pushes Steve and, you know, tells tells everyone, screw you guys, and, and leaves the party. Yeah. And at that, Brandon declares the party over and kicks everyone out of the house. Mm-hmm. So the last scene is... The next morning, the sun's coming up. Steve is just sprawled out on the ground with like one leg (laughs) up on the the wall. (laughs) And Brandon and Valerie are taking in the house, which looks awful. And Brandon is really upset at himself that he let this happen. And he has decided that he's going to try and convince Jim and Cindy not to sell the house. Yeah. This is his home. He loves this house and he wants to stay. And that's the end of the episode. That's the end. What was your 90210 snap? Oh, there were there were several contenders. There were. there were. I might give it to the Valerie Kelly scene in the kitchen. Yep. I agree. I concur. Yeah. I that was just like the that that was just very drama. Yeah, so much it drama. Was. It was. Verdict? I good season opener. I thought it was you know everyone had did something over the summer. I felt like mostly it was equal as far as you know screen time and what everyone's doing. I yeah. think we're introducing some interesting new things with Kelly and this new guy and Claire and David aren't together. You know the whole Ray Donna thing. Um, so I am excited yeah. for another season. It is I... it's hard because the guy's name is Colin Robbins. And yeah. in one of my favorite shows, What We Do in the Shadows, one of the characters is Colin Robinson. Um, oh. So that's what I'm going to think of every time. That's going to be that's going to be a, a season name. long yeah. struggle for you. Um, I agree. You know, I I had specific memories about season six, uh, and when it started, the thing that I was most thinking about was I feel gypped not seeing any of the Brandon Valerie stuff. And I feel really gypped of not having Kelly find out about Brandon Valerie mm, stuff. Yes. Like, I just think that story-wise, I would have liked that. But I did really buy the sibling stuff and I kind of am okay with them doing that. I, I am don't too. remember them ever doing much family-wise with the two of them. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. As I said, season five read very differently to me as an adult. So I'm excited to see what happens here, but I'm on board for season I'm hopeful six. that we get more like group stuff, like this last scene where they're all around the table talking. Yeah, um, yeah. We're, we're I felt like it. we got less of, less of that last season. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also happy like with the uh, Brandon, Steve, David are going to be living yeah. together and, you know, Dylan and Brandon are going to be doing something. 
just yeah. some 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 groups we haven't seen in a while so yeah i i agree that i felt there was at least an attempt here to undo some of the splintering that's been happened over the last couple of really yeah. well i guess the last, it's in the college years you know yeah since since this has been going this way but yeah no i'm i'm looking forward to it as well awesome and I'm looking forward to next week when we talk season six, episode two, Buffalo Gals. We're both we're both doing the same thing with our arms, we listeners. Were. I bet you, you can guess to. what we were doing. You have to. The elbow, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yes. Uh, but until then, you can find me every other week on the Cinderian Life, the Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. On our most recent episode, we had uh, sci-fi author Crystal Storm join us because she's got a new Star Wars-themed uh, audio drama coming out called Legacy, which I believe features a small cameo from our own Kendra Mickles. Yes, very correct, small. Kendra? Very small, but yes, I'm in there somewhere. I'm so listening. I'm very excited. It's going to be fun. Do you play a Jawa? <sighs> no. Darn. Not that I know of. I don't think my character was a Jawa. <laughs> well, it wasn't we'll important happens. to the to the lines I was reading, at least. All right. So outside of Moonlighting in the Legacy podcast, where else can people find you, Kendra? I am Miss ne- Miss Musicbox ninety one on Twitter, and I am the co host of the podcast Nineties Music Got Me Like, where each week we talk about a different nineties song. And as I mentioned earlier, this week we are talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers because their new album Unlimited Love came out this week. Um, which is very exciting. It's their first album with John Frusciante in a in a good good while. Um, so very exciting stuff. So if you want to talk '90s music with us, hop over there. Okay. Well then, Kendra, I've got nothing to say but 9021. Here we go. Here we go.